There we go. What's good, my dude? Uh, what's good, man? Not I too kn- much. I knew we'd get it at some point. Yeah, you know how this shit is. Mm-hmm. You know what I find? Uh-huh. I, I found, like, that um, human beings are getting better and better at being patient with technology. Huh. Right? Because, like, think about it. Uh, like, I've had instances with people that, like, if it didn't work the first couple of times, they're just like, eh, forget about it. Let's just go, like, I'm going to go do something else or let's go do something else. And I'm like, you know, like, we can take 10 minutes and figure this out. Oh, yeah, man. That's how technology, I mean, sometimes your phone would just glitch out. I mean, right? come on. Right. So, but no, man. So, uh, so what's up? You've had a, you've had a long couple of days, huh? Yeah, man. Um, and just kind of securing that car. No, that went all good, though. Went all good, man. Big blessings, man. Big blessings. Um, got the car that really, I mean, I wanted. Obviously, I didn't really want a new car, but you can't stop a deer from totaling your your car. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it all worked out good, man. We got a great deal on it. You know, the, the people we were, you know, we met. For the car, they're real up front. So it all worked out good, man. Everything happened for a reason. You know, I, I'm just seeing it that you got you have to trust the plan. Even whenever you can't see past, you know, past a certain point, you have to trust something. That yeah. You're being guided on the right direction, you know, because worrying and not having faith and trust in something is only going to lead you astray. Well, yeah, like, okay. Let's let's just think about that for a second, right? Okay. So you're making something for the first time. You're cooking yeah. a recipe and you're making something for the first time. Yeah. Um, maybe they give you all the ingredients and then they only give you the first two steps in the directions. And until you follow step one, you can't unlock step three. Yeah. That's basically it, right? Yeah. Right? Like until you actually... Like there's... What I'm finding is there has to be an element of faith involved or, you know, we're trying to control things too much. Yeah, exactly. Not not be in flow. Yeah, I agree, man. Right. And that's, you know, but yeah. that's that's difficult for people who. So I, I map it down to control being um, really what we want to do is we don't want to control the situation. We want to control the emotions that we feel. Yeah. And yep. since we don't know how to control the emotions that we feel, we try and control the outside world so that those emotions don't trigger. Yeah. Right. So instead of going down a certain area, we avoid it because our emotions say, no, that's scary. Right. That's really what's happening. I agree. And I always, I find like exactly how I think too, because like, I know like, we have a certain level of control, but like, I know we can't really control anything. So I think the exact same way that like, it's our emotions because trying to control the external, like, like you can't control what somebody else is going to do or think, you know what I'm saying? So there's so many external that like, you can't really control. You can control how you react or your emotions to it, which I feel that, you know, that's, that's what you can control is how mm-hmm. you feel about it, how you react to that situation, you know, but not the situation, you know, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen. You can't really stop that shit. You can mm-hmm. just control how you feel about it, you know, and we can get better at 
feeling a certain way so we don't react in a negative, you know, way, in a detrimental way, you know, that's going to be something that we look back on, reminisce, we're like, man, I shouldn't have acted like that. My emotion got the best of me. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Oh, man, I've been down that road too many times. With me the too, whole- man. Emotions got the best of me. Man, me too, man. Right. That sucks, dude. It sucks yeah. when they like it's yeah. right. Like we look at it as it's it's super um interesting because we look at children when they do that and it's just an outburst and we go, Oh, they're just children. But when an adult yeah. does that, there's an yeah. issue. Yeah. But and you said that still, too, man, and I agree. I agree every time you say it. Yeah. Right? Like we but we haven't really like outgrown being children. Like most exactly. people on the planet today are still childlike. Mm-hmm. Right. And not in like they're, they're It's really like fucking child labor out there because all they're doing is pushing kids through an educational system that pops them out conditioned to be workers. And then these workers who are still children are going yep. out in the world and commanding children. Dude, there's this yeah. quote, there's a quote in this book. Uh-huh. Um, I highly suggest everybody check it out. Get the audio recording because it's so much easier to listen to. I have it up on my Google Drive so I can like, I'll share it with you if you want to listen to it. Okay. Um, it's called The Key and it's called, um, uh, and it's, it's about this encounter that um, Whitley Stryber had, or Strieber I think is his name. Um, he's a, like a well-known science fiction writer and he had this true, he, he calls it a true encounter. And he's visited by this dude in Toronto at like 2 a.m. in his hotel and has this massive chat about all of these different um, things about humanity and existence and all of that. And it's like fascinating as fuck. It's almost like it feels like I was the person that went back in time. And like it it feels like me when I'm 80 years old going back in time to tell this dude this is what's up. That's how like much it resonates with me. And he talks about, he has this great quote in the book said by this um, uh, master of the key. No, it's not that. What does he call him? Um, But anyways, the quote is this. Children govern children with the like ideas of children or like the understanding of children. So children govern children with the understanding of children. And that's what's going on in the world. You still there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just listening. Right. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Children govern children because we think we grow up, but time isn't even real. So that alone, that alone right there, if time isn't real, do you really grow up? Well, hold on then. Let's back it up because who's to say that time isn't real and we're just not actually measuring it correctly? Right. Our concept of things are probably off as human beings because, like, think about how much shit has changed. Like, dude, back in the 1800s, guess what it was okay for me to do? Back in the 1700s, it was okay for me to do this, too. And the 1600s, I was allowed to own people. I was. Yeah. Right? So, like, our concept of shit just, like, needs, like, evolves over time, right? So, time is an actual, like, if I were to say, I would say that everything is time. And we just measure it incorrectly. Mm. And we measure it in the smaller amounts and not the bigger amounts. Like, 
Um, imagine if you just lived your life by the moment. Now, a moment yeah. can be like eight or nine days. It could be a year. It could be 10 years. That moment. Uh-huh. Right? Right? So it's not... It's, so there's two different... Like, there's different ways to... Like, think about how we feel time. When you're in a state of joy, does it not go by faster than when you're in a state of, like, sadness? Of course. Right? So, like, time... When, when we talk about minutes, seconds, hours, what we're really talking about is heartbeats, spins, and, like, rotations. Mm. Right? That's how we measure time. Right? But there's also time in the concept of stars going backwards, which is, like, the procession of the equinox. There's the, the concept of us feeling time as the sun and the planet goes through the solar system and it meets up with different bodies that shift and alter how we feel it. Right. There's the magnetic grid and there's the time grid that keeps everything in place and in hold so that um, order takes place. Because think about it this way. If time didn't exist, if there was no concept of time, we would have everything on the planet right now. Everything from the, the beginning of time to right now could all of a sudden just show up because there's no constraints. There's no order. So what's putting it in order? Right. What's arranging this so that. Right now, this is happening as we speak and not, you know, like there's people not getting stoned to death in robes outside, but they look like they're from age zero. Yeah. Right. So I do think that, like, I think this is all time. We just have it wrong. I'll always put it on human beings for having it incorrect about what's going on. Always. Mm. Because... Throughout history, the only thing that is absolutely shown to be correct is man's understanding of what existence is. We're always, we're always wrong. We always get shown otherwise at some point, do we not? Yeah. Right? So that's the way I look at it. Right? And then, and then we get to make a decision of, does that actually mean anything? Right? That's why, dude, I only go by the moment. And and see that's that's kind of what I was getting at that like it's it's just based upon our perception so like it's it's real in our mind but time is something that's solidified because if it was it wouldn't just be based upon perception because some things are like they're very solidified compared to something that's just based upon your perception like you were just saying whenever you're in a state of joy enjoyment bliss just high you know high vibrational feeling time seems to just be something that you don't even think about you know you look at the mm-hmm. clock five hours have passed you're like whoa like us talking we'll look yep. at the clock it's, a, it's an hour and 30 minutes so it's like we lose time being in the moment so that's that that's kind of i guess what i was saying that it's real based upon your perception of it or it's yeah. not real based upon your perception of it because that's why you can lose track of time lose time or like you said, being lower vibrating feelings, you know, feelings of doubt, just, you know, just, just lower, you know, just feeling down in time is like a ticking time bomb. Every mm-hmm. second is hard. So it's, exactly, it's all right. based upon your perception in the present well, moment. In my opinion, time is based on movement. Movement is based on energy yes, motion, which I is agree. emotion. Right. Yeah. So like, think yeah. about, think about it this way. Black in the sky, right? Nothing. There's nothing in existence. And, and all of a sudden, this little dot appears. How does that dot know that it exists? Probably it needs to, like, eventually move, eventually do something, right? 
So it moves from one side to the other. Like it moves from the right to the left, right? Just in a straight line, right to left. And it's like, oh, that's interesting and neat. I can do that. Decides to move back in that other spot. If it continues to move back and forth, depending on how quickly it's moving back and forth or how slowly you um, decipher how that looks, right? Like how it, how it decodes inside your system, it's going to eventually start to look like a line. Yeah. Right? Moving back and forth, right? It's moving back and forth, but it looks like a solid line because, mm-hmm. it's, because we're so far away that we're experiencing it in its solidified form almost. Yeah. Right? So that's, that to me is like more like what time is. And then eventually it shifts from going back and forth to up and down, right? Like it'll mm-hmm. go to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left, up and down, up and down, right and left, side to side, diagonally, all of those things. And eventually it'll form something that is three-dimensional, mm-hmm. right? And then that thing needs to do stuff yeah. too, right? Yeah. But like that's what time is to me, right? It's... It's our experience of motion, mm. right? And we're, that's why we're in, like, we're constantly in a state of time. Yeah. Right? So that doesn't go away. But you're correct, man. Like, it is everything. Um, so let's say that time is, is the same thing as water to fish. You don't know you're in it. You don't know you're in it until you're out of it. Yeah. Right? And then, so the idea then is, is while you're in it, what is your perception of what you're in? Yeah. And the more you can become aware of how that works, that can either be a bonus to you or to some people, a detriment. Right. Some view it. Yeah. It's it's however you choose to see it. Right. Or in reverse, if you don't have your, um, a strong, secure mentality, it's mm-hmm. how you let it affect you. Yeah. Right. So people who do mind expanding drugs, right, lose a lot of them, like me, have lost all sense of time in the form of what exactly. Okay. Explain this to me, dude. Mm-hmm. Tell me what a Tuesday is. To someone that doesn't know what the fuck a calendar is, tell me what Tuesday is and the significance of it. I would see that just it's so subjective. That's why I don't even want to answer it. It's way too <laughs> subjective. You know, right. I mean, honestly. Right? Like, what Because, the fuck? like, if I work a fucking nine to five, fucking Tuesdays a fucking goddamn, I don't even want to get up type day. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. But if you're a fucking entrepreneur, you're doing this, you know what I'm saying? Tuesday is. Just like any other day, you get up, you live in your life, happy as shit, do whatever you want. So it's just, it's all right. subjective. Yeah. And that is still based on only one way of viewing existence. Mm-hmm. Meaning that entrepreneurship and working are all about gaining money or something to survive. Trading yeah. time for resources. Yeah. That's what that is, right? That's just one way of experiencing time. Yeah. There's other ways too, and we just haven't explored those yet because we're so caught up in this idea that Monday to Friday, Saturday to Sunday, seven days a week, 28 days to 31 days in a month, 365 days in a year. What the fuck, man? Those are all things that keep you in a loop. Yeah. Right? The only loop that matters, 
the only loop that will ever matter in your life. And if you can get behind this, it'll like fucking really the moment that people get this concept and it'll change their life forever. There's only two things that matter. Only two things that matter in life, my friend, what you do when there's light and what you do when there's darkness. Mm. That's it. What you do when the sun is up and what you do when the sun is down is all that matters. Yeah. It doesn't like, you know, nine to five. What the fuck is that? Right. Exactly. Go That's... do something. Go provide something. Go make a difference in the world. Earn your fucking. All you need is to get up in the morning and go find a way to go get food for the day. Right. Yeah. If you can find a way to get food for tomorrow, too, that means that you don't have to go out and find food for that day. Fucking dope. Yeah. But people have become sheep. And they just go to fucking work and they get their fucking wool sheared off of them and they go mm -hmm. back home and they rest for a bit and they go back again and they do it every fucking day yeah. for the rest of their life thinking that it's normal. Yeah. And the thing is, dude, entrepreneurship is the same thing because it's part of that system. It's like saying, I don't like for me, I don't say that I'm really a vegetarian because I'm not. And I don't say that I'm a pescatarian because I'm not either. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a label, right? But the thing is, is that I don't say that I'm not a meat eater or I don't, I'm not a meat eater, but I don't say that I don't eat meat mm. because I still eat the flesh of fish, mm. right? So I pick and choose, right? Like I understand, I, I understand what I choose, like that I'm like in a sense labelless on that, right? Like yeah. if you, if you really wanted to get down to it, every single human being on the planet is both straight bisexual asexual and all of the rest of it it just depends on which one you want to gravitate towards the most or which one makes you happiest or what's best for your body or whatever the fuck it is yeah but we're all these things yeah right and it's super hard for us to like wrap our heads around the fact that what has been happening is this that throughout existence in history Mm -hmm. There have been people that have tried to control people and there are people that have tried to set people free. The people that try and control other people turn those people that they control on the other people that are trying to set them free. Right? So you go back in the day to like, let's say Jesus and let's say Jesus existed. We don't know because history is right. There's going to be a time and place where we don't know whether or not Hitler existed. Yeah. It will just happen. If human beings get another 2000 years into the future, yeah, exactly. it'll be questionable. It may not even be known, right? Who the yeah. fuck knows what's going to be right. So, um, but <laughs> let's say that, let's say that the greatest fucking, the, the, the greatest written in transcript, like for the transcription of the Bible and all of those things is the idea that Jesus died for your sins. No human being, think about it. No human being on the planet will die for you. None, not even him, not even that character. And it's really hard. So this is what I would love people to understand is the reason why Jesus died is because he tried to unlock your mind. He tried to make you understand that those that are telling you something that they're saying, this is what it is, are telling you a lie to control you. And the people of the Jewish, like the, the, those people, the ones that went to the Romans and said, kill this motherfucker. He was unlocking those people because I guess those were his people. Mm -hmm. Right. And he was unlocking them. And 
that just couldn't be. So if you kill that motherfucker, right? And odds are, dude, odds are Judas, you know, the dude that stabbed Jesus in the back, mm-hmm. right? Odds are that motherfucker did it because he was jealous. Yeah. Right? He wanted the spotlight. And my guess is, is that he wasn't any of that different than Jesus. He just didn't get the fame as Jesus did because maybe he wasn't as easy to talk to as Jesus was. You know what I mean? Like maybe Jesus is like the fucking rock, you know, charismatic as fuck. Right. Or Blessed. maybe he didn't put it or maybe he didn't put in the work, man. And That's maybe the biggest thing. The biggest thing is somebody will be jealous of you. Like, yeah. like not trying to just go off topic right now, but like with this dude, I called my friend, like I'm telling you right now, I know the reason we stopped being friends is because I started really self-improving myself. And this dude literally was fucking jealous of me. Like, we would go, like, I went to the gym with him one time, and he was like, he was like, oh, man, I didn't know you were this strong and this and that. Like, I put in the fucking work to get here. This shit is blood stretched. Fucking tears, bro. Mm -hmm. This shit is work. Like, you don't just just gain muscle, bro. Like, this shit is work. And that's with anything in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to put in the work. A house doesn't build itself. You can think about it all day, meditate about it all day, but that house is still going to sit there with just, you know, bricks or wood, whatever you're building it with, it's just going to still sit there. It's never going to build itself Mm -mm. until you put in the work yourself. So Super true, my friend. Super true. Yeah. Right? So, like, you take that into consideration. You know what else is really um, something... something to think about especially like for you yeah look start um paying attention to the body type that you want that other people have not the big mother like stop looking at every single person out there other than the type of body that you want Mm. and and start gravitating more towards being in their section being in their area possibly meeting them getting to know them all of those things you don't need to know like you can ask them for their workout routines and all of that stuff but what we're talking about here is the concept of you are the average of the five people that you're around the most. And yes. what, this, what this is, is more so not a status thing or anything beyond copying code and installing it into yourself. So to if you start... for you, yeah. Yes. yes. So like you hanging out with a bunch of people that are, you know, that you want to look like, that you want to be like, that you want to have, and, and not be like, but you know what I mean, right? Like, you want the body and the yeah, physique exactly. like them, right? Just being around them and, and is, is allowing your body to connect to their body, and they're transferring code back and forth. But the thing is, is that nothing fucking happens until you put in the work. Yes. So you actually have to, like, watch them what they do, and then copy that. Yeah. And then as you copy that, Learn how it works for you and modify it so it fits your workout routine. Yes, exactly. Right. And then keep going. Keep improving. Right. Go find other people that have like, let's say that one guy has the shoulders that you want. Get the shoulders like him, but go get the fucking biceps like another guy if that's what you want. Yeah. Right. And then slowly modify and tweak it to your body. I do this, dude, I do this without going to the, I go, I do this without going to the gym and basically just walk off like my weight. And mm-hmm. I get um, the, the basic tones of that person's body. Like just naturally because I understand how to transfer and take code or receive yeah. code, give and, give and receive, right? So 
Right. So, so like, yeah, dude. And, and the thing about your friend is that's exactly it. You were, um, you outgrew him. He got upset and jealous about it. Couldn't take it and made it more than likely made it about you. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't about him. You were the issue. Probably, right? As, yeah. as most people do that way. Mm-hmm. And couldn't hack it because he wasn't willing to put in the work. Yeah. And that's all it is, man. All life is, is taking step one and allowing step two, three to show itself. Yeah. That's it, man. And then sometimes you get really, really good at it that you can... Um... This is going to sound fucking weird, but you can jump. Oh, man. You can jump from one to two or one to uh-huh. three. You can jump from one to three, even if you can't see three, because as you jump from one, you jump over two, get to see what two is and get an idea of what three might be and adjust. Mm. So that as you get closer to three, you can fully adjust your landing and land down on three. Right? No, so I the, actually visualize that. No, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing you. Right? Like the fog clears as you move forward, but it doesn't clear if you stand still. So you have to move forward. Mm-hmm. Right? You can move forward just to two and three will show up. Like it's, it's literally driving in fog with um, fog lights on. You can only see 10 feet ahead of you. Are you going to pull over to the side of the road and wait till the fog clears? Maybe. But are you going to get to your destination? No. Maybe sometimes you got to drive through the fog, right? Just yeah. to get there, right? And that's just, that's just life. That's the way it is, man. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't mean to like go on the, the whole thing about, about Jesus. It's more about, you know, like we were, we're wrong about, about uh, what we understand about existence. We're incorrect. And, and the biggest incorrection is to um, solidify yourself into any real stance, right? The idea should be to be fluid. Yeah. Right? Think about it this way. Bruce Lee has an awesome quote about, like, being water. He says, be water, my friend. Right? Water can fill into a cup. It could be an ocean or a river. It could fall from the sky. Right? But it's moldable. It can fit in. Like, think about all the different shapes water can take. Yeah. Right. But the moment it turns into ice, how many shapes can it take? Not as many. Only one. I mean, yeah, only one. You know, it right. can look different. That that's what I was saying. You can right. mold it differently, but yeah, only one, exactly. Right. And before it turns into water and into gas, mm. it can't take any shape. Yeah. So the only time that it can take multiple yeah. shapes is when it's fluid. So this is this was, um, there's the, uh, one of my quotes on my website when I first started was, there's many, um, there's many pieces to the puzzle of existence, right? There's no real right or wrong, dude. There's only what you choose to explore and how you choose to feel about that. Yeah. And, and it's only in the moment that you feel it. If you were to go to... Um, what was your favorite? Have you gone on? How many vacations have you gone on? If you've gone on any, or like traveling, or trips, or whatever. Um, probably like five to ten. Okay. Do you remember your favorite one? Um, 
Or one that stands out? Yeah, maybe one uh, whenever I was a little kid and we went to Orlando, Florida. Right. As a little kid, do you remember, like, do you remember that trip now is how you felt as a little kid? Do I remember the feeling? Yeah. Like, can you relive it? Like, can you get back there and go, oh, shit. Yeah, I can remember that. Right. I can remember when I was nine years old and I went to Disneyland. I can remember when I was 13 or I think 11 or 12 and went to Disney World. But and I can get right back there, dude. Great times. I've been back to those places. And guess what? Not the fucking same. Mm. update your code right we go into these things with like these expectations that it's going to be this great moment again and it's not yeah but if we were to go oh shit this is a new situation for me because i'm a brand new person you can go in there and it's it's a way different way different experience you're a little bit you have an idea of it like it's almost as if a um first life, second life type situation where like, let's say that you went to earth and you had your first life, you died and you came back and you're in like similar situations and you're just like, oh shit, this feels familiar, but it's still new because you as a kid in Orlando and you as a kid, as an adult now going there, even if it's only been 10 years, that place has changed. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. And you probably, odds are, won't even recognize it. Yeah. Right? I, so, like, <clears throat> like, that should say some shit about how we live our lives. Right? Nothing stays the same. It's always changing. So what should we do as well? Always adapt. Always adapt. Or, like, let's look at it from, like, an ABC situation. Mm-hmm. Always be changing. Constantly. Yeah. Right? And what we don't understand is that we're doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? So you are already changing. You left your friend probably, a, like, you, dude, do you know when you left your friendship with your buddy? The moment uh. that you decided to improve your life. Uh. You made a conscious choice to leave your friend. Now, this is a topic that I wanted to, it is, and this is a topic that I wanted to get into because I'm facing some shit too that's bothering Mm. me, and it's not like it's, um, I need like to really talk it out, but it's this idea here. Uh Um, I don't like to hurt people because I have a program that I want to look good. Hmm. Right? So I don't want to hurt other people because of that. Right? So I, um, I, avoid hurting, I avoid hurting people because of that. Right? Only, not, not because of them, but because I want to look good in their eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like the person that hurt them. It's completely selfish. And I know this. And, you know, like I'm working on like learning how to deal with that because should it be that big of a deal? Like I'm, um, I'm starting yeah. to, what? Mm-hmm. Go for it. I just feel like I'm like, that's like you saying, like, it's completely selfish. Like you need to 
in a sense, think more for yourself. And I feel like that's, that's kind of how, like, I, like what I had to go through myself, like, I was always a person, like, to just, I'm not trying to say this in, like, the wrong way, like, but, like, in a sense, like, let people use me, you know, like, but not see it like that in the moment, because Mm -hmm. you're thinking about them, like you say, you don't want to hurt them, you know, you want to just be there for them, you know, be such a positive outlook in their life, you know, that you might overlook so many things, but you really should be a little more selfish to yourself because that's what you fucking deserve. Mm-hmm. The, Got, you know? Look out for number one, right? Because, like, yeah, no man. one's going to really look out for you in this life, man. Yeah, man. The moment that you understand that in a positive light, not a negative light, it makes uh-huh. a huge difference. Yeah. Right? Don't look at it. Look at it as an opportunity to... Um, this is, And I struggle with it, too, all the time. And... Trust me on this. Uh-huh. I have more free time than almost anybody on the planet to be mm. fucking bored. Mm. And I do my best not to be. Like, dude, yeah. how often do you have every, like, I have at least one week off a month where I get to do whatever I want. Mm. Sometimes two. Now, to a lot of people, they just be like, wow, that's amazing. But do you know what most people do? When they finally get that free time, they sleep, they rest, they catch up on all the busy work that they think they're supposed to be doing. And eventually when it comes time to doing the thing where they're just like, if I had the free time, I would be doing a lot of stuff. They get time to do that. And guess what most of them say? I'm bored. I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know why? Because it's fucking difficult filling space when you don't have somebody else telling you what to do. When you have to make up the decisions for yourself, it's super hard. Yeah. It is. It's a difficult task because, one, you have to realize it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Everything, dude, everything that I do is fucking pointless. I know that. But I still do it. Like, people are just like, why do you record a podcast? Why do you put out your diary? Why do you do any of these things? Because I'm fucking bored and I want to blow my head off sometimes. So I'm just like, well, fuck it. I better just record something or I learn to draw better my life. Go out and, you know, like walk or go, you know, take the train into fucking Vancouver and walk around for a bit. Right. Right. Like I have to make up most of what I do in my day. You're narrating your life, your own life, man. Right. I'm walking my own path and I have to do it myself. And that's so. We say that entrepreneurship is a lonely road, but that isn't true. Yeah. You can say, like, they say that, um, they say that it's loneliest at the top, right? But that's not true either. It's lonely every fucking where. Yeah. Right? It's lonely only because that's what's in your mindset. You're looking at it as being lonely instead of going, oh, shit, I wish I was with people. Like what I've been going through. This is like, dude, I'm not only like saying this as like, I'm saying this as revelations that I've come to for myself. Yeah. Right. I can only speak of this because I was speaking of it before. Yeah. Right. Like, dude, I want companionship. I want someone in my life. But if that's not going to happen for the next year or two, that's totally fine. Right. I have to get so fucking good with just being with me and figuring out what the fuck I want to do 
with my life and just go off and do it. Yeah. That's the hardest part. We get so we we're we're so good at the illusion part of living that we forget to do the actual reality side of it. It's so much easier to dream. Like think about it, dude. Think about how much easier it is to dream about your clothing company than it is to do it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's so much easier to think about, you know, like all these kids wearing these dope ass socks and these adults wearing these dope ass socks that just you know, like, and, and pants and shirts and, like, all of these things that you've, you know, that you're bringing out that, like, people love. That's easy. Anyone can do that, right? But putting in the work. And, dude, making a shirt is just as simple as coloring a book. It's just as easy as sitting on a couch. You just got to put in the work. Man, yeah, and, and and how I did it, it was a lot easier because I wasn't even making the shit. So right. I mean, I'm just sitting here telling the people, okay, I want to like this. They're like, okay, and if whenever I get it, because I always get a prototype first, I'm not about to just get something that I haven't quality checked myself. If it isn't how I want it, I just tell them, okay, like this. I'm like, okay, and they do it again. Right. So. Yeah, it's 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 not rocket science. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It, it it's isn't. not fucking rocket science, man. I'm telling you. No, you just not have to find the right people. That's the thing it. too, right? Yeah. Like finding people that actually yeah. want to do it. Right? Partnering yeah. with them and being the key yeah. component that they don't have. Yeah. Why the fuck should they want to do stuff with you if you don't have anything of value for them? Yeah. Right? And at some point, money doesn't mean anything to people. Yeah. Right, you're not going to get my help by paying me. Yeah. What is going to interest me is where and how I get involved, and on the reverse end, how you're going to help me. Yeah. If I'm going to give up an hour of my time, like, I think that's the other thing that that we um, don't quite understand. Right? Is Time is valueless until you have to put a value on it. So I don't mind trading you an hour for an hour. But if at any point it starts to get different than that, you know, like then then we have to renegotiate stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, like then we get into like the squabbling and the fighting and like that's no fun Mm -hmm. because now we're going like, well, you know, like then we get into ego of going, well, my time's worth more than yours. Yeah. Well, why is your time worth more? Because why you're drawing in more money because you're bringing in more like what? What is it that? Right. And and so it brings up the this really interesting speech from the Steve Jobs movie where like Steve Wozniak asks Steve Jobs what he does. Mm -hmm. Right. And Steve Jobs, they're in the orchestra pit. And he points to a chair and he's just like. He's like, this is your row and you're the lead, you know, you're the head chair in that row. And you're really, really, really good at what you do. He's like, but I'm the conductor. He's like, I play the orchestra. And he's like, I don't even know what that means. And like for anybody that doesn't know what that means, if you've ever listened to a piece of classical music, there's the people playing the music, 
and there's the person that's putting it into perfect harmony so that the people listening to it understand the piece. Mm. Steve Jobs put all of the pieces together so that we could do this right now. Steve Wozniak didn't do that. Nobody else in Apple did that. He did that. Yeah. Right? And so that's why he deserved to be where he was. But at some point, he was only earning a dollar a year at Apple. Right? By the end of his career, because he didn't, yeah. he didn't fucking need it. Right? He, he, he only got, like, he got a base salary so that he could get, like, the newsletter or something like that. Like, it, I forget what it was. Like, he, or to, like, hold stock or, or something. Like, I, I forget what it was, but he had, like, a bare minimum. And he still was, like, just, because all he cared about was doing it. He didn't care how. Like, that didn't matter. How they did it didn't matter. Right? What mattered is, is that they did it. Yeah. Right. And doing it takes effort. Effort takes emotion. Emotion takes energy. Energy. Ener wow. Said at the same fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it does. Right. And what the fuck is energy then? Right. Now we say that um, we say two things that are really, really counter, um, not counterintuitive, but they like kind of like cross each other out, uh -huh. which is this. All matter that has ever been created has already been created and will ever be created. Like that kind of idea that all matter mm -hmm. already exists. Mm -hmm. But then we also have this belief that the existence is infinite. Yeah. So if all matter already exists, how do you create new matter to add into that matter if it already all exists? Exactly. You can't. So what are we really talking about then? Right? Like how do we have both right and and so it's it's more of a matter of not looking at it as right and wrong but looking at it as okay how can it be both can a car be um a car can go both in forward and backwards right yeah is that not just the same as expansion and compact and, and um, contraction in a way yeah right so what yeah. if what if we started to really look at shit in the terms of more like loops than we did in terms of um, like, like this, um, a full rotation of the universe is its expansion out as far as it can go, right? As far as it can stretch without breaking, right? And it's contraction back into nothingness. What if that is the full lifetime of the universe? which means we exist in some form of either expansion or contraction that's going on, which means that we are just a part of it either going out, 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 out and stretching, right? Or a part of it collapsing. Yeah. Right? And we choose that every day. We choose our existence of how far we're willing to expand out and contract back in. And that collective then makes the choice for the next level that is making the choice for the next level that's making the choice all the way back to the big decision that's saying, okay, everything collapsed into one. And so yeah. if you want to look at it, look at it micro, um, macrocosmically to microcosmically or like under a microscope and, and through a telescope, 
right? Yeah. So like there is one thing. And if you break that open, you can get two. And if you break that even further, you can get one of a few sequences or at least two. You get exponential growth, which means you're always doubling all the time. But what you're really doing is just splitting shit in half and stretching it. Yeah. Right. Or you do the Fibonacci sequence, which is um, adding the number before it and after it, or like not before and after it, then two numbers before it to make the next number. Yeah. Right. That's basically, and if you look all around us, that's what you see in the world. Yeah. You see forms of exponential growth and you see forms of Fibonacci. Yeah. And that's just. I agree. Everything's a code, man. I agree. Everything's, I, I feel everything's on a sequence. I feel like nothing happens. I feel like that's how, like, we say the government knows all this or they're so secretive or they're doing that. I feel like they just know the sequence. It's just beings that know the mm-hmm. sequence. You know, I feel ah, like you know the sequence. it's like reading a code. Like, you already know what the next fucking set of codes going to be if you already know the first set. Because the first set is based upon the second set. Yes. It's like your genetics. They're all compounding on top of each other. They like, all make up each other. Not yes. not one. You can't just take out one genetic and be like, oh, well, the rest of them are just going to act the same. No, they're not. Without you no, taking that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you, you, you brought up two points. You got me back to the original point, which we need to talk about, like formal education and why that came to be. So remind uh-huh. me on that. Uh-huh. Um, but, oh, fuck. What did you just say? Go. Can you go over what you... Yeah, I was just saying, like, genetic coding. Just like no, before the that. sequence. The sequence. Knowing the sequence. Right. Okay. So let's go... Um, let's talk about... Um, hold on a second. Uh-huh. That motherfucker's gonna die. Oh, well. Um... Remember when we were talking about not being able to see like steps three, four, five, six down the line? Yeah, yeah. Right? So now let's talk about that in what you just said. Okay. Right? Um, oh, fuck, I lost it again. We're talking about the coding and the sequences, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and what you said was, if you've seen it before, you know, it's kind of like seeing it before so you know what to look like. Kind of like how yeah. video games are. Yeah. If you've played video games before... You know how to play another video game. Exactly. Right. You just need to learn the controllers. Like you just need to learn what the buttons do, but you understand the concept of gameplay. You understand certain things, right? So now it's a lot easier to leap from one to three after you've been doing one to two for a while and you've gotten a glimpse at three. Right? Like it's it's super easy. And then once you learn how to do that jump from one to three, you can go to three to five because you know the jump. Not because you know what's coming up, but you understand the mechanics of it all. You've gone through it and you can, in your head, map it out to what could happen. And you might fail. You might, you know, like think about how many times you played a video game where you've died and respawned. Yeah. Just to do it again and again and again until you actually get it right. And then once you get it right, you move on to the next thing, which you die and respawn tons of times until you get it right. And then once you get it right, you go into the next thing, and guess what you do? You die and respawn a bunch of times until you get it right, and then you move on to the next one. But guess what, ha- start- guess what starts to happen? 
you start getting better at the game. You slowly stop dying. And you start going through levels faster and faster until you get to a spot where because you stopped growing as a player because it got too easy, it's now gotten harder. And now you start dying again. But this time dying is a lot harder because you haven't died in a long time. And you start dying more and more often and you start building that pattern. Long enough game, now you... Fuck. In a long enough game, now you have two patterns going. You have the pattern of dying constantly and getting better at it. And you got the pattern of being really, really good at something and not dying for a while. Yeah. And that creates another pattern of those both of them inside of each other. And once you start getting that one down, it either increases by like going up to the number, like adding like more on or doubling or whatever it is. Yeah. So the question to you is, like, let's say you already know all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you do? If you Apply. know that everything, if you know that everything is, but, but once you start applying it and doing that, you know that that's going to run out at some point too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's what I had to recover from. That's where, that's how far I go into the darkness of like absolutely nothing existing. Right? And it's, it's hard for me to get out because you're absolutely 100%. Once you know all of this stuff, you should apply it. But a lot of us who are hurt and damaged by whatever has happened in our lives Uh or or we're like um, special in a way that we see things differently. Like for me, I see patterns and cycles all over the place. And that's what fucking slows me down because I'll start something and I'll recognize the pattern and go, oh, this is going to end. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, I already know this is going to end. So I don't even do it. I don't even see it to fruition, and that's not good either. Yep, because exactly, you're to the outcome whenever you don't know the outcome. Right. So the then you is, make the outcome, and it's a it's a outcome you don't want to happen, but you didn't think you didn't think that was going to happen, but you set energy towards it, and then it did happen. But you want a different outcome to happen. But you were thinking about it way before you should have even put energy towards it. You should have just, like you said with Steve Jobs, just go do it. Just go do it. Well, yeah. that's the whole thing, right? Like, think about how, yeah. how did you get better at playing video games? Just playing. By playing video games. Yeah. Man. So how is that any different than anything else in life? Exactly. You know what? The only difference is exactly. we see things as harder. We see them as more difficult because they're more extra work, right? Just like how, you know, it's, yeah. we don't want to pay more money, right? Or like, it, it's the same thing, right? Like, we're talking about the use of energy, mm-hmm. right? And most people, you know, don't put in their energy, they, you know, they don't put their energy out there to do shit, yeah. right? And then they, you know, become stagnant with life, yeah. right? And then stagnicity, you know, grows into toxicity yeah and we get people that believe that they're depressed because they believe it's a chemical reaction when really what is it stagnant energy you're not doing anything you're not moving it's that yeah it's it's that the heart has stopped 
living. Yeah. It has stopped growing. It has stopped having any desire to do anything. Yeah. And we look at the heart simply as something that is physical and not something that is all encompassing or us. Like, let's say as fucked up as this sounds, and I don't want to say it because it might sound way too fucking weird. What if the egg grows into the heart? Mm. Right. And that's the first thing that really develops as a, as us. So if you really want to look at it, dude, you are your heart. And everything that stems from that is who you are. Most people, when they become stagnant, freeze frame who they are. Yeah. They stop growing. Then their hearts start becoming toxic. Yeah. And that's so it really does come down to two things. It comes down to how what you feed yourself and your thoughts and moving forward. And it all goes back to, again, Wizard of Oz with the Tin Man who needs oil to move, which is we need blood for our hearts to pump. Yeah. Right? He needed oil because he couldn't move. The more he could move, the more he would be able to do things. Just stay in motion for a while and you'll get more stuff done. The moment that you sit down, your body's going to be like, okay, this is what we're doing. Right? And again, your body, we are always in a state of either expansion or contraction. So if you're sitting down, you're going to contract more and more and more. Think of it this way. We're either in a state of growth or decay. Right? And sometimes it's okay to decay for a bit so that we can grow again. Because sometimes we need to let go of some stuff. Every, nobody, you know what nobody cries over? The leaves falling. Mm. they only cry because they have to clean them up Mm. but they don't cry that the leaves have fallen they don't cry for the trees for losing their foliage or anything like that right because it's just a part of decay it's a part of like the process just like we don't care when we cut our hair off like really deep down we don't care for those we don't we don't take them home and keep them Exactly. Right? We let the fucking barber sweep it up with the rest of everybody else's fucking hair. Yeah. Right? We have no respect for it. And why should we? It's just hair. Right? So there's always, like, when you go to the gym and you come home, you're supposed to rest, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to allow your body to break down and rebuild itself. Yeah. It's going to allow your body to kick out a bunch of old shit that it no longer needs because it's been broken and you need to let it out. You need to release it. Yeah. Right. Cause what that does is it allows you to go back to the gym and build new stuff in that area. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and that's basically it. So really expansion and contraction or growth and decay aren't bad things. They're just tools for us to use. Know when to do which one, yeah. right? Know when to use a hammer. Know when to use a screwdriver. Know yeah. when to use a wrecking ball. Know when to use a bobcat. Know when to use yeah. your tools. Exactly. Right? And the other thing is, yeah. in, in your, this is what blows my mind, okay? Your imagination is your greatest gift that you're ever going to have. Hands down. Mm-hmm. How strongly connected you are to imagination will change your life. Guaranteed. I agree. No, I fucking agree. And so when 
people are just like, how do I do that? Well, use your imagination. Exactly. Figure it out. Yep. Right? Like, and that's mental thing, work that people don't want to put in. I'm telling it you, it's not is, just physical. It it's is. mental too. Like it everything is. is what you want to put into it, you will get out of it. Yeah. That's with it anything. Is, it is 100% mental. Yeah. Right? But we just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? We want to... I don't know. I don't know. I lost track of the... Uh, Initial one, but that's like the big part of it, right? Is is we, I don't know, human beings have, and well, it goes back to this, the the educational system. Let's go in this wave, okay? Mm -hmm. So do you think about it this way? Think about this as the reason why, let's say it's us. And let's say that we understand human development better than almost anybody on the planet. We have an opportunity to do one of two things. Share that information with everybody or use it to, for our advantage. Let's say that we wanted to use it for our advantage. Let's say that we set up a system because we know that educating and training and teaching yourself is very, very important. We know that what knowledge goes in will slowly become the knowledge that goes out. We know that at some point between the ages of zero and seven, a child becomes a Right? Yeah. Whoa. Hold on. Um, so, like, there's a, I think it's a Joseph Stalin quote, but it could be somebody else where they say, like, give me a child um, up to the age of seven and you'll basically be able to control them for the rest of their life. I've actually heard that before. So your first three years of formal education, kindergarten one and two, are all under the ages of seven or are just to the, like it brings you up to the age of eight. Yeah. Right, but 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 think about what they're doing now. They're starting preschool at like three. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, man. That yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Now, contrast that. Some of the most developed kids in the world come from an area where children do not go to school until after the age of seven. Yeah. Children, children understand the concept of work and play, and then they go to school. Right. So now let's go back to the concept that if you know that human beings become the result of what you feed them and you are in control of what you feed them, yep. eventually you become in control of them. Yep. So if you control an education system that is based on introducing the concept of working in money because you own the industries and you also own the, the property of money. Yeah. Right. You push those onto people. You control their minds. You shift them into being what you want them to be and you can control them. Yeah. That is what formal education was set up to do. I agree. But most people believe that the lie that was given to them because public relations 
taught women to smoke cigarettes. Mm. And that's not exactly what I'm saying, but I'm saying that public relations can twist anything. It can convince you that, I don't know, grains are the most important thing in the morning. Oh, dude, they can fucking convince you that vaping is fucking worse than cigarettes. It killed six people. How many do you think cigarettes has killed? No, come on now. Right. If vaping has killed six people compared to cigarettes, why the fuck are they not saying this shit is way safer than cigarettes? Because obviously it is. Six compared to fucking millions? Come on, man. Is it only six sense. still? It's only six, yes. The number See, that you can look it up. I, I haven't I haven't checked it out because I don't smoke or vape. <laughs> but like I do smoke yeah. a lot of weed. Yeah. And I don't know if that's still safe for me anymore. Man, I actually want to talk about that too. Um, I had actually stopped everything, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm hundred percent contributing it to semen retention. Not trying to just go on that tangent, but nah, dude, go on it because I failed. I let it go, but I'm gonna get back um, on it. Um, man, it, don't worry, it's okay. Trials and tribulations, but um, just just like I said, I really thought about it, and it's like I'm not trying to say this in any way. Because, like, I smoked myself for years and years, but, like, smoking, like, is one of them things, like, I didn't want to, at the time, obviously, think of it like this, but it's, like, it kind of kept me in my lower self. Hmm. Like, not consciously, but I'm talking about the deepest level of subconscious. Like, and and I understand now, like, how, like, say... It'd be little things. Say, like, I want to stop eating sweets. I'm good. All day I'm not eating sweets. I'm not thinking about it. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about to stop eating sweets. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still smoking. You know what I'm saying? So I I smoke me that blunt, but now I want to eat sweets. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why the fuck every time I smoke, I want to do the shit I just said I don't want to do? Like, that's like, that's like, that's like you want to walk forward. But then you just keep walking backwards. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you could train, like, think about it this way. You trained yourself to be that way on weed. You can train yourself to be any way on cannabis. You just have to train yourself to be that way. I right? agree. And that's why right? it's all subjective to me. I'm not saying right? anybody like, else. It's all like, subjective. Quit if you want to. But remember, dude, ain't nobody like a gun sitting on a table can't kill anybody. Yeah. Right. Right. Like we all know that. Like it even if a, even a bullets are in that gun, it's still safer. Right? Sitting on that table. And it's the same thing. Right? It's who you are on that substance. And it's yeah. on any substance, remember that. Right? Like you you might become a different person when you're um after lifting weights. Because you're on that substance. Whatever that release is, right? You become that substance. Now Taking cannabis is a um, consensual act, in my opinion, right? You choose to smoke it, so then you also choose to take the consequences of smoking it, right? Mm-hmm. Your consequences are that while you've been on cannabis as a, before you understood what conditioning and training was, you were conditioning and training your body to be a certain way on cannabis. So when you do it, just like this, do you know what the worst way to uh, train a dog is? Mm. With with treats. Don't ever train your dog with treats. Train your dog with respect and pride. 
Uh, if a dog does something really, really well, celebrate the fuck out of it with your dog and lift their spirits up. Do not hand them a treat because the next time they do that thing really, really well, guess what they're going to want? That treat. Program to want. Exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. So yeah. if you train your body to not eat sweets and you fight through the temptation to eat sweets, you can train your body not to eat them. But, like, this is what I'm saying. It's subjective. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, obviously that was just such a broad example. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it, and like it wasn't even just, like, sweets. I was just throwing that out there. But, like, it would be things that, like, and this is why I'm saying it was on the deepest level of my subconscious. Like, it would be things, like, I wouldn't even think about. But, like, I knew that really wasn't the route I was wanting to go. But like in the moment, obviously I'm not realizing it. It's just after every time I reminisce, you know, and look back, I'm like, huh, did I, you know, did I really want to do that? And it's like, Mm -hmm. not every time it was a yes, honestly. And like, I know, like, I know if I would just clear minded that like, I wouldn't have done that or I wouldn't have acted this way. Like not saying that cannabis is good or bad. That's not even what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying in my experience, I feel that I've kind of outgrew it in a sense, like, because like all, all it is in a sense, like it's how you feel. If I already feel a sense of high, if I already feel this sense of, joy you know what i'm saying in 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 a sense calmness like in my circumstances like Mm -hmm. i don't see the need to anymore because like it's not even the fact of like you you doing it you know what i'm saying are you using this substance let's be real doesn't it cost money so if you don't if you don't feel that you're getting out of it what you want couldn't you use that in a different way or use that to something else? Yes. Because nothing's free in this world. Let's get that straight. Nothing's free. So you're always going to pay the price physically or mentally for whatever it is. So like it's just a lot of things that I, you know, I had to really come to myself about with it. And it's like just weighing my options, you know what I'm saying? Subjective to me, like, is it worth it? And then, I'm just like, at this moment, I'm not saying that I'm stopping forever. That's that's what I want to say, too, on the podcast. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm saying at this point in my life, then I am because I can use that energy resources for something else. Like, I could invest that to my business. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's just, it's all subjective to that person everything is always subjective so that's why it's not like oh oh it's just oh cannabis is this or cannabis no how does cannabis affect you how is it recording you not anybody fucking else just you because everybody's different well yeah no, you no, know I like agree. it's not I'm even, it's not even gonna affect people the, the same if 100 people smoke the same blunt are they all gonna act the same or the same joint, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. 
are they all going to act the same? No. Nah. But it's the same joint, though, right? Exactly. Same shit. See? So that's that's what I'm saying. It's all subjective. It's all mm-hmm. subjective. There's a, there's a second part to that, though, too. It's uh-huh. not just how it affects you, but it's how effective are you while on it. So yes, no, I agree. No, I agree, hundred percent. Barry Barry Bonds doing steroids and some jackass on a baseball team doing steroids. Yeah, that guy might improve his home run hit like home runs by like a hundred in his career. Yeah. But Barry Bonds increased his home runs by massive amounts because yeah. the dude could swing yeah. already. That exactly. motherfucker had. Right? Like, he could already yeah. swing. He just improved yeah. himself, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the way that I look at cannabis for I me. I agree. Yeah. Right? It improves my swing. And yeah. since it's not a banned substance in the sport that I play, I, you know, like, I still use it to my advantage because it helps me fucking grow. Yeah. Right? It doesn't hint Like, I'm not saying it hinders you at all. I'm saying where you are in your development. Now, keep this in mind. I didn't start smoking cannabis until I was 33. Oh, see? Right? Like, professionally. Yeah. Like, See. taking it seriously. Right? Yeah. I didn't start until then. Yeah. Right? So, like, my mind... And I didn't start doing mushrooms. I didn't really... Like, I stopped drinking after... I didn't really drink all that much. Yeah. Right? And so, like, my body was pretty, like, clean and shit. Except for, like, the toxic meats and shit that I was eating. But, yeah. you know, other than that, I was pretty clean. Yeah. So, you know, who am I to say... Hey, you should keep smoking weed or not smoking weed. Like, dude, one, that's your body. I'm not going to live, like, I'm not going to come over there and take some of your cold away from you. Right? I'm not going to live your life for you, dude. Yeah, Period. So who am I to say, do this or do that? All I can yeah. do is learn off of your experience and go, is that something for me? Yeah. Right? And from my perspective, I really wish that, See, on your perspective, it's about a feeling, not whether or not it's hindering you from doing what you're doing. It's about a feeling where for a lot of people, it's about hindering them from doing what they need to do in the physical world. Yeah. And if they could just program themselves to actually work on weed like I did. And I learned this from a guy. I learned this from two people. Um, Both of them were like in the trades in a way. One was a landscaper and the other one was a roofer. And both of them would just get blitzed high before shift. Like blitzed high and this one guy would just climb up onto the roof and just go to work. Oh. And then this other guy would, this other guy would landscape. And I was just like, holy shit. Dude, right? whoa, hell I, no. Hey, that's, 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 I would not go on no roof. Yeah, man, this motherfucker, this wow. motherfucker would go and like was a monster. Wow. He was just like, he would rip it up. Wow. Yeah, he was good, man. Right? But he, what had happened is that he trained himself to do it. Exactly. Right? And that's all it is. So, for what I learned from that, and I saw my other friend who has basically been like, I don't think um, smoking weed even affects him anymore. Mm. Like, it's like, it's like someone that's been smoking cigarettes for like 90 years. Right. It just he can smoke as much as he wants and it still doesn't get him high. Yeah. Right. I know people like that, too. But he's more effective in his day than most people are. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker will outwork most people. Yeah. Right. But 
he's also lazier than most people too. When he doesn't want to do shit, he doesn't. Yeah. Right. And that's the downside of cannabis. It can be, it really can be a depressant. Yes. It can be. Right. It's important to acknowledge the other side of it. And it can be, it can be a crutch. And And that's kind of what I'm saying. I saw that it was doing that to me. Yes. Subconsciously, you know, subconsciously, like you have to use it in a way that you're not running from your problems. And now, now that is something that I feel everybody should incorporate, whatever you're doing, like do it outside of you just feeling, feeling down, you know, or feeling like you want to just run away from your problems. So you run to that, like we're always run to your fucking problems head the fuck on Mm -hmm. with that you know or with whatever you're doing like because obviously that substance isn't stopping you from going to your problems because you're not trying to hide from them because we all know you trying to throw them away or bury them in 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 anything any substance or anything are they really ever going to go away are they going to resurface whenever let's be real you're probably alone they're going to resurface a hundred times forefront oh yeah dude you know you can't dude you cannot you cannot outrun your problems yeah you can't they're gonna show up all over the place whether you're high or not right i learned the hard way of not getting high while my problems were fucking firing in full Mm -hmm. swing on mushrooms and i lost my goddamn mind one night and like Mm -hmm. almost lost friendships and i was like holy shit Um, right yeah yeah. doesn't really matter one of them left anyways right Right. But still, yeah. like, powerful lessons to learn. Right. Yeah. Um, but like. When we use these things to like through abuse. Yes. Right. Right. Then I, feel that's like not I was good. abusing it, too. I feel like I was definitely abusing it. Like, I feel like, like I said, it's objective to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying it. I, I know the reason I keep saying that is because Stop. I know when people listen. Stop saying gonna... subjective. Start just owning what it is okay right well in my case yeah yeah in in, in my case i feel like it wasn't for me to smoke every day like it needed to be something that like and like i said i'm not saying i'm gonna stop forever i'm not saying that at all but like when i do again it needs to be something that like i really plan out like i really need to plan it out like celebrate it Yes, thank you. Not just oh, every day I'm just smoking. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm, I I know I got in that habit. Like it was really nothing to me anymore. Like I wasn't really yeah. that like happier. That like I'm just being real. I really wasn't because I it was so just like just nothing to me. Like oh, I'm I'm so used to smoking every day. It's but you, know, you were doing like, the same routine and bringing cannabis into it. Yeah. Right. And then it that routine became stagnant. So, of course, right. It all makes sense. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that you're that's the correct thing to do, which would be to re- like remove cannabis from that so that you can continuously have in your head good moments with cannabis. Mm. Right. So this is um, the second thing. The second big thing about dog training is once you've established the reward system being praise then you can introduce actual treats and those are supposed to be like special occasions and surprises. Yeah. They're rewards just because you're giving them to them. 
not because they've really done anything special. Right. So case in point, my dog really loved going to lunch at the trainer's house. And after every single meal, um, and I'm not, ta- he would, we would eat like um, soup and he would have soup with us. Right. Like that's how, right. There's always, he knew that at the end of the meal, there's always like some of like the, and it was like just Lipton's chicken noodle, right. With crackers in it. Right. But he knew he was getting it. And the other dogs knew that they were getting some too. But at the end of that meal, he always knew he would get a biscuit too. Yeah. Right. Because it was a treat that was established that that's what happened after lunch. Yeah. He didn't have to do anything special other than attend. Right. And that was it. Yeah. Right. But so, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing the same thing for cannabis. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I really only smoke heavy when I'm out on a walk. Mm. Right. Because it's a healthy venture for me. And see, that's what I'm saying. I feel like people that smoke more whenever they are moving, it's such a like. Let's be real. If you're on, if you're on a fucking mountain, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, it's a whole different experience. You can't tell me it's not. Then, yeah. I mean, let's be real. You just at your house. Like I'm not saying anything wrong you mean, with you it. Mean, you mean smoking at like, your house, playing 2K, yeah, yelling at your friends. <laughs> Yeah, that's I what got I was you. saying. Like the experience, like, and that's what I just got so used to. Just, just not really moving. You know what I'm saying? Just not really doing much with. Whenever I am smoking, it just like the experience just got stagnant. The experience of it, and I'm not saying it's not my fault. I'm not saying that it's not. It is my fault, but it's just like I just kind of had to kind of leave it behind for a little bit you know and just kind of just recollect you know and just see where I could put that energy towards someplace else in the meantime and always go back to it anytime the fuck I want do whatever you want you know it's not going anywhere people are always growing trees man let's be real it's not going anywhere so not worried about that Okay, so let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. If the cost of cannabis was taken away from you, meaning it didn't cost you any money to have yeah. it, and you could have as much as you wanted within reason, because obviously you wouldn't smoke all that time, right? You would still quit. I would not. What I would Ooh. do is I wouldn't smoke anymore because what I've been saying too is any smoke that you put into your body, that actually is unhealthy. Any any right. smoke. So I would just eat, I would just eat edibles. You would have which, edibles. Which which is cool as fuck to me. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Like I wouldn't even trip. I mean, like, what 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 is it to eat a good brownie? You know what I'm saying? Or like a good cookie or like some dinos, you know? That's right, man. Yeah. Thanks for the plug. Boom. Yeah. I, was just making, I, I just made a batch. That's what I was doing. That's what I was <laughs> I doing right it. now. I hear it, man. I yeah. hear it. But you know what? Okay. So this is, let's, let's touch on that. Okay. So do you remember um, a little, like, maybe like a couple of months ago when I started to do podcasts slash working at the same time mm-hmm. and how, like, I would fuck up sometimes? Mm-hmm. I've gotten better. I didn't fuck up that time. I did well. I didn't fuck up the time before, right? That's all it is. 
right, is mm-hmm. the persistency of one. We need to evaluate and shift and change the way that we look at the term failure. Mm. It is a heavy word. The word failure, the word fail to people is scarier than the word fuck or kill. Yes. Right? Like, think about this. A parent yelling at their kid, I'm going to kill you, is different than a teacher yelling at you going, I'm going to fail you. Yes. Right? Like, we need to reevaluate that shit and really look into it and go, you know what? Failure doesn't matter. What matters is, do I understand what I'm doing? Yeah. Do I understand? And do I understand in relativity to who I am as a human being in the moment right now? Yeah. That is it. You do not need to know anything that they teach you in school other than the basics. Yep. That is it. Because you up anyway. Exactly. So, like, right, and the other thing is, is you know what they don't teach you in school that they really should? Mm-hmm. Survival skills. Yes. They do not mm-hmm. teach you any of that shit. They mm-hmm. only focus on, again, controlling the minds of people to create workers. Dude, do you know what we don't yeah. need in the world? Do you know what we don't need? Hmm. More people doing marketing. Yeah. We don't need those motherfuckers. We don't need to be selling more stuff. Exactly. We don't at all, man. What we need is more people being creative. Exactly. Right? It's fucked up that like more people, we live in, we live on a planet that we don't understand at all. And we'd much rather sit in offices and cubicles than go and explore. Yep. And then we've made it so fucking hard for us to explore because we choose to live the way that we live. Yeah. Because... I get it. I don't want to do certain things either. Right? And when we get into that mindset, of course, we're not going to do shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, I mean, well, there we go. Right? It it just, that's where it ends. That's where it stops. Right? And, you know, that's why we, that's why we live the way that we live. Mm -hmm. Right? And... It's going to take, like, dude, the reason why so many people are looking at the younger generation to do stuff is because for the first time ever on the planet, there's a ton of fucking people under the age of 30 who think that likes and comments are more important than money. Money is an idea that we manifested in the physical to say this is what it is. But really, it's an idea in your head that says, oh, of course, I'll give you this for this. Yeah. So if I could trade you, let's say that I was able to trade you 100,000 likes on your post. Or if I could trade you, you know, like 40 comments. Yeah. Right. All verified, all good comments. Right. And that's how we traded. Right. We would do it on likes more than likely. And you would just... In a sense, every social network that you would go on would just go to one account, which would, someone would own it. Someone would occupy that account. No, like you would, like it would be your account, but like there'd be a company called like the Heart Bank. 
something like that, right? The bank of hearts, right? And you would set up your account and every single, right? You would put all your socials in there, right? Everything that you, that would collect a like, every social media platform, we would then go out and we would talk to every social media platform out there and say, all of your stuff needs to have likes because that's the currency of the day. Yeah. Right. And then all of your likes would get uh, charted and you'd be able to go on Amazon and pay for stuff with likes. Yeah. But in the contract, it would get shipped to you and you would have to take a photo of it and put it on your site. Right. A whole bunch of it. Would, it's there. The thing is, though, is that like people don't. We're going to continue to be on money if people believe we need to be on money. Do you see how that works? No. Hey. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, just cut kind of in and out. But yeah, no, I heard you. I heard you. Right? Like, right? So it's, it's super possible. It's super possible that in the future there will be a completely different currency than anyone will ever fucking understand. And no one will see it coming. And it'll be something that you guys create. What is that? Is, do you hear that? Is that my end? I don't know what it was. It was just um, a weird, I don't know. It's better now. Um, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? And the thing is, is that it's up to you guys. I agree, and man. That, and that can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. Right? But, you know, the sad, the sad fact is, is that I was on a car ride and one of my nieces kept talking about Kylie Jenner. So we're pretty far away from ever being into a state oh, of mind. God, yeah, man. I was with the girl that all she wanted to watch was fucking Kardashians. And now we're just so... And I'm just trying to tell her, like, really wake up, like... Yeah. If people could just, this would help us. If you could see yourself in third person, you we wouldn't be doing half the shit we're doing. I promise <laughs> you, in everything I love, we would all be living the most positive fucking lives because you'd be like, "What the fuck? I did. I did that." Oh, like, yeah. whoa! Because you're seeing yourself in a different light. You're seeing yourself for what it truly is, because you're not. You're not viewing it as you you're not labeling yourself as you you're seeing it for what it truly is because you took all the labels off you know yeah. i'm not orlando anymore i'm just a being doing this so that being you know what i'm saying you're seeing what that being is truly doing you're not just saying oh because with your name you know what i'm saying you already have behaviors and you already know how you are but just take that away. Take all the labels away. You're going to see it for what it truly is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Right. And we get, you know, and it's, you know, like going back to that girl. Right. Yeah. I think we really need to get better at saying goodbye to yeah. people. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's happening again. It's like a, it's like a feedback. Well, maybe whenever I, mm. maybe that's what it is. That's wild. Cause, like, it's about to go.
Right. So that I don't hear you. Right. Oh, wow. I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on with that. But the interesting thing is, is that we have gotten, we're 80, we're almost at the two minute mark again. Or two hour, two hour mark, not two minute mark, two hour mark. We're at 88 minutes. So an hour, almost an hour and a half. Yeah. You've done well. Hey man, like, we always we always get to get a podcast in, you know oh, that. Hell yeah, but I'm just saying, like in the state of like you know, like when I get sick, man, and I'm I'm I have a cold, it just goes to show how positive of a human being you are, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. So do I. So do I. But like, you know, there's there's always the way that I look at it, man. There's always an opportunity to understand things at a certain level. That's another reason why. Here's, here's what I'll say. I am not an advocate for people to use cannabis. I am an advocate for people to explore yeah. themselves. And if cannabis is something that you want to explore with, I can give you pointers. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying go out and smoke your face off. I'm not saying do anything like that. All I'm saying is, is that we become more stagnant when we stop exploring. Yeah. And that would be like anything. Like, dude, most jobs, people want to quit most jobs simply because they become boring. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. and because they become boring, we start to notice the other things that really bother us at the job. Like the that, that one employee that you just don't like, that you're never connected with, that you can't yeah. stand. You start to notice them more and more, and guess what they do? They make you want to quit your job even more. Mm-hmm. Simply because it's become so fucking boring and mundane that you don't want to fucking be there anymore. But it pays the rent. It pays the bills. It pays for your car loan that you don't fucking need. It pays for all of these things that you built into your head that that's what's important. But if you're able to just let all of that shit go and really evaluate who the fuck you are, you would probably be a whole different motherfucker. Trust me on this. I used to want... To, dude, when I was 21, I made out lists of dreams and goals and all of that stuff. Like being, I knew that it would take years for me to do it. So I was like, by the age of 30 to 33, I would play my first game in the NBA. You know how ridiculous that is for me to even think of as a human being? I'm not, I'm not supposed to be in the NBA. I was never meant to supposed to be there. And dude, I realized later in life that I hated playing basketball because... I just didn't enjoy it. And the only reason why I played basketball is because it connected me with my dad and my friends. But the moment that that all dropped off and I kept playing basketball, I just didn't like it. Man. Right. I also thought that I wanted $25 million in the bank, that I wanted like a big fucking massive house with like 25 rooms in it. Right. Like I had all these idealists, like not even idealistic things, but just materialistic ideas of like what I really wanted. And I'm here to say that I'm turning 40 next year and none of those things are what I want. Yeah. So what did that go to show you? We don't know what the fuck that we want. And that we're continuously growing and changing because maybe that's what I wanted at that time. But I've grown. I've changed. I've seen the world completely different. And I don't want it anymore because of that. Exactly, man. Like you got 25 rooms Man, that's 25 rooms. 
I mean, twenty. That's 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 twenty four. Because you're going, you know, what I'm saying, being that's one, right. obviously, that's twenty four. That could possibly be fucking empty. Oh, of just probably. empty fucking spaces. Yeah, which is gonna make you feel more empty. You get a big ass house with more empty spaces. Aren't you more empty? Yeah, man. huh? Hmm. Telling you, right? And that's what they say, right? Like, yeah. The, there's a there's a stat out there that you really only need like people that make anything over um, eighty to eighty seven k or something like that a year, uh-huh. right? Like you only need like that is the the top minimum for people to like truly survive big time on. Yeah, right. Is that amount? Think about how many people want to make millions of dollars. Why? Man. I was just you thinking only. about that the other day, man. Like, really think about it. Why the fuck do we want to make a million dollars whenever we should all really care just to make, like you said, eighty-seven to a hundred thousand? And I really thought about it. It makes sense. That's what they want. Yes. They want you to make million. You know why? You're paying way more in fucking taxes now. They're fucking eating your ass, man. Literally, it's they're deeper, fucking dude. eating you up. Like do you, you wanna... think? No, go, it, go, go, go. It's, it's deep. Go. Go. It's deep. It keeps you in the loop of thinking that it's important. Yes. Keep in mind that yeah. resources are important, that, that they're, they're, they want to, at some point, they'll want to outlaw gardens. Yeah. Why? Because you're creating <laughs> your own resources. Exactly. Right. Man. And that's the game. That's what we're talking about here. If you have the ability to create your own resources and therefore become self-sufficient and not need the fucking government, you become an enemy to them. Yeah, a threat. Yeah. A threat. Yeah. Because, not because, and this is, um, so the, the way that I look at it is um, the main institution is what kills the savior in the time that they exist in. So religion isn't going to kill the next Jesus Christ on let's walk in, like the next savior of the planet. Science mm-hmm. will. Yes. Because it is the number one belief in human beings. Everybody on the fucking planet almost believes in science. Everyone, dude. And the thing is, is to be able to get that stat, you have to, in a sense, go through science. Man, I was... God, you're so fucking right. We were talking to the same dude that I was telling you about that, you know, was kind of jealous of me. He was straight telling me, like, if science doesn't approve it, like he doesn't believe it. And I'm like, bro, like, I, I understand some people are not going to see what they're saying, but this is what I'm saying. If like, if you saw yourself in third person, you would see like you saying that is you literally saying like, I don't believe anything else until somebody else validates it. Like, yes. really? Like, it's what I'm saying. Like, really? Like, you can't validate anything yourself? Right. Like that's what a robot does. You program a robot, you validate a robot. They don't validate themselves. Like, come on, man. You set the parameters for that robot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Right. And so, like, we're so caught up. We're so yeah. like just caught up in this idea that science is the ultimate authority, and yeah. that is what is going to kill the next saviors on this planet. Yeah. It will be science. It will not be religion. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it'll be 
Science will I be agree. the it won't sorry, my bad. It won't be a religion like Christianity or any yeah. of the other ones. It will be yeah. science. Yeah. Science will be the one that, you know. Uh, it's such a fucked up time <laughs> to exist in because like yeah. this is all like in my opinion, dude, still surface level shit to like what we could be like getting into as a, as a civilization and a society, but we're so fucking behind. Right? Like, we're not ready to discuss how... So, to me, um, science is the combination of, like, mysticism and... some, Or no, uh, mysticism and religion. Or something like that. Mythology and religion combined together is kind of like... Like, it's always... The next evolution of something is always the mixture of the two before it. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of like Fibonacci. So like this new wave of spirituality, and I'm not saying new age movement, but let's call it like a new wave movement. Right. Is the will be the combination of religion in a sense. And science together. Mm. Right. Where we measure magic. Where we learn to measure the power of the imagination. Where we start to understand and be able to measure things outside of ourselves that exist beyond what we can see in the physical or measure currently. Yeah. And it's the evolution of something. So like, you know, it's very possible that in the next, you know, in, in the next 40 years, 50 years, human beings develop superpowers. Right. Or gifts or whatever you want to call them. It's very possible that that's going to happen. I agree. Right. And the other, this is, this is something else that I really think is, is um, an interesting thought. So for union, I want to develop a, I want to develop a couple of different religions that they follow. And one of them is going to be based off the Zodiac chart Mm. or the Zodiac. Right. So like um, there's going to be four main houses, air, fire, water, and earth. Within those houses will be three houses that are always, always, always fighting internally for possession of the throne. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when the sun is in Aries, right, Aries is the ruler of not only the whole zodiac um, sign, but also um, like, or the, the zodiac um, is, is not, that, it's not the, the head of all of them, but is also the head mm-hmm. of fire. But when it's in Leo, it has to take a step down, but it doesn't like that. Right. So they're always like, but that's like their religion. So I want to do like myths and tales about that. And I was like, what would be interesting is if our generations of the future started to create their own religions based on the shit that we create. And to me, it's no different than people wanting to live out um, Naruto or avatar or any of those things right how many people on the planet right now would love to be able to airbend or waterbend everybody that watched that show would want to do that kids would believe if if avatar was buried in the ground and they were able to view it later in like in a hundred years 200 years 
right? And there was nothing else really. Like think of think of it like that. There's nothing really else out there, right? You could have like a few anime shows plus like maybe an, an American one too, right? And those would be the religions of the future because that's what people would because your generation would teach the next generation, which teach the next generation, which teaches the next yeah. generation. And we just pass it down, right? It's no different than formal education. It's controlling the mind. Yeah. Right? What's more important is allowing people to think for themselves. Which they don't allow you to unless you are woke or just you've opened your fucking mind. Like, we all know they want to keep you in a fucking box. Why you think a lot of people mm-hmm. are working in boxes, cubicles? And, you yeah. know, so... No, I agree. Because because that's the way that they shape their water. Right? You don't have to be round. You don't have to be a square. The key is to be able to be a square when you need to be a square. Circle when you need to be a circle. An X when you need to be an X. Triangle when you need to be a triangle. And you need to be whatever you need to be when you don't need to be those things. Right? But, dude... Is it not one of the hardest things to do to just be yourself? Because this is where it gets down to it. Entrepreneurship isn't lonely. Making a lot of money, being at the top isn't lonely. Being yourself is a lonely event. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Right? And that's why we conform and that's why we... Right? And and, and all of those things because we are afraid of being alone. Actually, sorry, that's not true. We're afraid of being ourselves. Yeah. and Because it's lonely. Exactly. Right? Because when you are... But think about it this way. Think about reversing that and looking at it from a different mm-hmm. way. How fucking amazing is it when you're all by yourself and you get to do whatever the fuck you want to do and you're in a good headspace and you're just like, fuck, yeah, I get to be me. Exactly. There's nothing fucking like it. I agree. There's nothing like being like by your, like just being you by yourself and like being super good at being you by yourself. It's, there's nothing like it. Like, dude, I'm contemplating whether or not of dropping some, you know, like maybe like half a point at NBA tonight and seeing where the night takes me. It's 10 fucking 40, but I got nothing to do tomorrow. Time is irrelevant to me. And it's a matter of whether or not I want to do it. That's basically yeah. it. Right? And if I choose no, I'll just draw, go to sleep. I'll probably, but the thing is, I'm still going to go for a walk because it's nice out. Right? Okay. Because I can, because it's something that I enjoy yeah. to do for me. And dude, I would love to take someone on a walk at night here. And anyone. Like, there's so many, like, dude, it is so different than. Actually, you know what? To be fair, where I lived in Georgia was pretty similar. I could walk almost anywhere where I lived in Georgia at night and feel safe. But, dude, I feel safe walking anywhere. I do, too. Do you you want to know why? Hmm. I don't care if I die. I agree, man. 100%. I am not afraid to be off this planet. I am more afraid to live most of the time than die. I'm more... Dude... I am more afraid to put myself out there to talk to a person than I am to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Right? So walking in places where I'm not supposed to be walking, eh, 
that's okay. But going up to that pretty girl and asking her for her phone number, fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Getting easier, though, because, like, the more you get it. And, and speaking of that, dude, so I got on this. My mom encouraged me to, like, start at least looking at people, right? Like, getting interesting, finding a companion. I just want to see what time we're at. Oh, that's not bad. 17 minutes. Um, um, dude, so I got onto this one site. And it's basically... Asian women looking for single men or single white dudes, like Western men. And I got a mini glimpse into what it must feel like to be famous. Mm. Because um, for the most part, my, um, I get, I, in the last, I signed up on Christmas uh-huh. Day. And in the last three to four days, I have received a um, hundred, no, almost 200 emails or like, like letters from women wanting to talk to me and probably over a thousand to 2000 messages. God. Yeah, dude. And dude, a wow. lot of these women, if they're, it, dude, a lot of these women, if they're the real deal, like if they're actually them are mind blowing. But they're all overseas. They're all in like China or like other places, like in Asian countries. Right? They're not here in America. But dude, it blew my mind. I to the point that it was like overstimulating, because I really only want to talk to yeah. two of them. Right? Because it's also like it's an expensive site. Because like, dude, the women are just fucking relentless. There's so many that are hungry. It's like piranhas in the wow. water. Yeah, dude, it's if you ever want an ego boost, just sign up to this site. <laughs> Trust me on it, man. It will it will make you feel fucking like a million dollars in in like six or like two wow. hours. Right. But you won't be able to talk to the girls because it costs too much. Right. So that's why I just picked yeah. two. Right. I picked I picked I, I picked one that I was interested in. Which I'm super lucky because she actually messaged me first. I had no clue how to open this chick. Because, like, I don't know what variant of level of English they have. Right? So I can't just, like, go fucking boom into it. Right? And it's weird. I was looking at her profile, and I got a notification that I got an email, and it was her. And I was like, oh, shit. So we've been talking back and forth for the last couple of days, and it's, like, really, really nice. And then, so it was her, and then the other one that I've been entertaining is the first person that was um, into me. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really, like, like, pursued me, and I was just like, okay. But still, both of them, dude, if, if I got either one of them, I would be happy. I'd be happy. I hear you, man. Shit. Right? As, uh-huh. as long as, like, they fit uh-huh. the physical. So I'm finding out now if they fit the mental yeah, and emotional. Exactly. Right? That's what matters the yeah. most to me. Right? So, but let's say that either one of those work yeah. out, fucking dope. And yeah. the other thing is, is that it was been, it's been a trip on that site. But to the point that it's almost now overstimulating and I don't want to be on it because now I'm just like, well, I don't. Like, there's some women that I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Right? And I understand why, like, guys cheat 
because when you have that much thrown at you, like Bill Burr has a great, um, great bit about Tiger mm-hmm. Woods and like how difficult it is for him not to cheat because he's walking back to the bus and there's just Scandinavian chicks just wanting to fuck mm-hmm. him. Like you just automatically have women that want to like Kobe Bryant goes and plays basketball and at least probably a quarter of the women that go there, if they had a chance would sleep with him exactly. that night. And he knows that. That's like insane, dude. Like in in one way, it's like in another way, it means absolutely nothing. But like in a way of like, if that's important to you, of just like women wanting to be with you, of like because you have that kind of stature, that's got to be a trip and a drug all into itself. Right? No wonder gods felt so good when like people believed in Zeus and you know worshipped and prayed, and that's just a boost to the fucking. System, exactly right but yeah dude it has been um it's been an interesting last couple of days <laughs> well man i hope that goes all good you know sending my sending my best blessings to that man because i i, I appreciate yeah, that of course man you like you said you have to explore new things you have to try new things you know you have to meet new people you know i agree yeah. man 100 yeah. percent so, like, the only thing that's really fucking mm-hmm. with me is I'm not the type of person that will, like, I can't have both. And if both say yes, I have to pick one yeah. of the two. And that I have to, which in, in a turn means that I have to say no mm-hmm. to one of them. And that's what I'm avoiding. That's what I don't want to, like, look into. And, and, and I know that I just need to let time plays course out and my mom has a really good saying too with it she's like or it'll be someone else exactly and i'm just like fuck <laughs> right it's but true. my whole thing it's true. like it you know like pulling it like full circle to like something that we discussed before that was the big thing that's been like kind of like fucking with my head is i know that there's a possibility that i'm going to hurt one of them and I know that that's about me not wanting to mm-hmm. feel bad. Yep. I want I want I still want her to think I'm a good person when I probably shouldn't. No, care. and I'm telling you right now, don't give a fuck because I'm telling you right now. No, for real like just the people in my life that have switched up like I've done everything for them. I've literally always broke my neck for these people, but then they turn around and now I'm the bad person or I'm the negative person yeah. or, 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 or I was the person that wasn't doing anything with the business, but yet actions speak louder than words. I was though. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no matter what somebody, no matter what you think that you're doing to make that person feel bad, that person is going to feel however they feel. You can do everything right for that mm-hmm. person in your mind, but then in their mind, yeah. it's all wrong. So it's like, yeah. if as long as you know what you're doing is not hurting them, and I'm saying like, you know what, you know well, what hurtful words. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like you, we know Dude, what hurtful it, words are. We know what a hurtful demeanor is. A hurtful tone. We all know this. Come on, now we're all grown. Dude. So you know how you're coming it, at these people, you know? Dude, it comes down to this. 
I feel bad for this other person because I would be with them yeah. and not feel bad in a pitying kind of way. Yeah. Just like I'm crushed because if I was an outside source looking in on it going, oh, I would feel crushed for this person because the only reason she doesn't get the guy that she would want is because another person existed and got there first. Mm. She's not doing anything wrong. And she's going to get hurt. That's what fucks yeah. with me. Right? That's what fucks with me. And the other thing is, is that, you know, I don't need to be tied down to one person. Exactly. I should be dating. I should be exploring. I should be seeing exactly. tons of like different people. But in my head, I can't do that because I know that every single person that I say that I don't say yes to, I'm saying no to and I'm hurting yeah. them. And the more that I don't do that the less people that I hurt, but the less people that I go and contact out, I don't find this one person that I want to be with. So like I wrote this tweet today and I'm like, I'm, um, oh fuck. It's a good one. So hold on. Let me get to it. <sighs> Cause I'm back on Twitter on like a different profile, but, um, keep this in mind. I may be shutting down in the next couple of days, like everything for the year, gotcha. like an entire year. I may not go on social, so we'll have to um, figure out a good way to connect, right? Like WhatsApp or, or something. Unless you have like, dude, if you have the ability to do international texting, we can also do phone because I can send text into the States, okay. right? Or there's WhatsApp. There's like texting or signal. Just get signal for your phone. We'll be good, okay. right? We can just go back and forth that way, right? Um, but... Here, found it. Um, learned I have to follow. Yeah, I, I found the tweet. It says, "Learned I have to follow my heart, no matter how many people I may hurt along the way." Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. You know, you're in alignment with with trying your best to make that person feel good. Like that's what I feel like yeah. being in alignment with your heart is. You know, you're you truly are because you know whenever you're trying your best. That's another thing. Like you can't lie to yourself. You know, whenever all you're trying yeah. to do is make that person feel good, but then if they come back and say, "Oh, well, all you're doing is trying to make me feel bad," you know what you're doing. So it doesn't really yeah. matter what they think, because just be truthful with yourself. As long as you're truthful with yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, because you're not yeah. lying to yourself. Whenever you lie to yourself, you lie to other people. If you think about it, if you really think about that, one. One hundred percent. Tell me. Right. And like, like the, the difficult part is here is that like, if the, the one in first place, yeah, right. The one that's winning, that's currently winning the yeah. race. If she selects me and we hit it mm-hmm. off. Right. Then, you know, like, and, and that's what's going through my head is that I already like this other girl is like, Dude, I saw her profile and I didn't leave her fucking like that site for like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to talk to her. Mm. Like it was that kind of connection, like going like, uh, like it was, it was someone that I'd been looking for for like a long, long time. Mm. You know, like when you like, when you stumble upon something that seems so super familiar. Right. And so like in my heart of hearts, I hope that it's her. But 
I've been through too many rodeos to know that nothing lasts forever and nothing's always as it seems and some things happen. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to look at this other person as a backup, but like, I feel bad because I feel like there's a part of me feeling like I'm stringing her along to get to know her and all of those things. And really all I'm doing is like, like really solidifying my backup because she's awesome too. I'd be lucky to be with her. You can have choices, man. Right? It's just, it's it it is, but it just sucks to have choices too when they're actually choices that you want for both, and you can only have yeah, one. And the other one's going to, the other one's going to feel bad because of it, and it's really because you exist and because that other person exists, and it's just shitty timing. So, like case in point, this. Let's say that I decided to um, say goodbye to the second one, and then the first one leaves. Right now I have to go and find a third person when that second person was just as good as the first person. They just showed up a day after. Right. So a part of me internally and it's dude, really, when it comes down to it, all just programs inside of me. It's all just shit that I need to work through because I never did this back, back, back in the day when people dated. Right. People have gotten through all of this shit and they don't feel like that's most people don't even give a fuck. And here I am worrying about how a stranger is going to feel because I can connect to her on a deep level going, oh, shit. I know how much she actually would like. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it's uh, the the I think the worst part out of it all is they both live in the same city. Mm. So if I go and visit there, I would have to visit both of them. Without them knowing. <laughs> no, no, no. Not even without them. They know. Like, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I'm talking to, I'm, I've told both of them that I'm only talking to one other person. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Like, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm straight up and honest, man. Like, I don't, I legitimately want no reason for them to say no to me at the end of the day. I want them to say no to me as soon as possible, right? I'm still being me, and I'm not trying to find reasons for them to say yeah. no. I'm just being me and upfront and going, look, here's what's happening. And, dude, if, this, if the first one had gotten back to me sooner, I probably wouldn't even entertained the other yeah. one. But I did because she didn't, because I literally thought she blew me off. I think we got about two minutes left. Um, ah, dude, let's let's uh, let's let you get some rest because it's late. You want to just sign off? Um, yeah, we can just uh, kind of say whatever last thing you have to say, and we'll kind of connect in tomorrow and see where we're at, my dude. I like that. I like that. Um, I guess I guess my sign off is be open to the changes that you can't see Mm. coming into your life. Mm. The ones that you're not aware of. Mm. Be open to them, you know, because you never know where they could lead. Exactly. No, I agree. Shit, I agree. If, If I didn't open up that dating site, I wouldn't have met those two people and I wouldn't be in this predicament. Exactly. But it's a good, but it's a good predicament good to be in. I just need to learn this yeah. and figure this shit yeah. out. But you know, like, there we go, man. Mm-hmm. May have found somebody that's pretty dope to have in my yeah. life. 
how great would that exactly. be? Exactly. Right? 100%. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. My nieces and I played Risk over the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I finally understood what the term Risk meant, which is it's always about the roll of the dice. Right? You don't know unless you take that risk. Got 20 seconds left. Indeed. Yeah. And once you, once you take that risk, once you decide to take that risk, dude, you've got to roll those dice and accept the consequences of what those dice show. Left. I'm ended with peace, love, and positivity. We will connect in tomorrow, and you have a good night, my dude.